Josh Bertaccini joining us, the voice of that part of the country. I've been waiting a long time for this. The moment you've been waiting for. JB, maybe you can do commentary live. And the show that everyone's been talking about. Not the game that I go out there and die for and play every game like it's my last. It's time for the real NWA JP. At least I work the place that you can find when you're looking for it. Follow, watch, and listen across social media at the real NWA JP. Okay, all right, it's all about the little things. Streaming live on YouTube, Podbean, and worldwide at therealnwajp.com. You were man on fire last night on the post game. Your boy is back. I'm back! And so is football season. This is primetime television here, folks. Here's your host, Josh Bertaccini. Let's rock and roll, baby. On a Wednesday, the 25th of October, 2023, we are living in the future. Man, it feels like it, doesn't it? How is your morning looking? Dark outside? That's all right. You're listening in the afternoon. You got daylight in full effect. You're on the drive home from work. You're thinking about some dinner. The show's become very flexible, right? We've, we've done some yoga, some sports radio yoga, baby. And we've gotten more flexible. You can listen to us pretty much anytime you want to. And hear from some folks last night, grabbing a little dinner. You get the, hey, JB, you heard about the new show? A couple of folks leaning over the uh, the divide between the tables. Hey, man, it's uh, it's pretty awesome. You're doing what you're doing there. Um, how about the post games? You're still doing those? Of course we're doing those. 15 minutes after every football and basketball game, the People's Post Game Show has got you covered there, too. So, rocking and rolling, Podbean Live, YouTube, and at therealnwajb.com. I got to keep saying this stuff because it's part of the, the details, right? The devil's in the details. You got to emphasize the new media setup as people get increasingly comfortable with it each and every day. So, we're talking a lot of Arkansas Razorback football. As the week unfolds, obviously it's a crisis time for the Hogs on the gridiron. Basketball, different kind of vibe as we get ready for Arkansas versus Purdue on Saturday at 3 o'clock. Will it be more of a real game or an exhibition game? I mean, it's an exhibition game. I think that's a fair question to ask perhaps tomorrow. How much are you investing in the outcome of this game. I think on the basketball side of it, we'll get back to football in a moment as we warm it up this morning. Josh Bertaccini with the inside of the Bunker Studio. TV media style coming at you for a couple hours each day, live and podcast and post games on the weekends. No days off. No days off. But I think basketball, you know, if Arkansas wins this game, the fans will talk it up like there's no tomorrow. If Arkansas wins this game, you'll get a lot of, oh, this is one of our biggest wins in years. They beat Purdue. They beat a top five team. It's amazing. And if the Hogs lose to Purdue, what do you think you're going to get? You're going to get, it was exhibition, man. It doesn't even matter. I don't know what you're talking about. Did they play a game yet? So that's kind of where I think we're at. Regular season games, people will sometimes try to spin them too. I was in the regular season. This is in the postseason. Yeah, that's okay. That's less spin and more facts. But right now, exhibition basketball, 
I think we have to treat this game on Saturday like it's a real game. It's going to be an unveiling. The red-white game was not. I do not think it was. I do not think the game against Tyler Community College of Texas last week was an unveiling of what this team really looks like. I, I don't think it was. But against Purdue, it be very hard for Eric Musselman to approach this game with anything other than a I'm going to beat you and eat your baby's mindset. He is coming to steal your bacon, your food, your children. I mean, he, he's coming to take your livelihood. He wants every win. He's not trying to be your friend. This is business, man. I think Mus doesn't schedule this game unless he's going all in trying to win it. Now, does he play Travon Brazil for 40 minutes in a, you know, a desperate effort to give himself a be- his best chance to win this game? No, he does not, but I do not think that would help the team necessarily win. I don't think Brazil's ready to play anything close to 40 minutes right now. And you got a long way to go here as you work him back into the fray in the fold. Well, what an exciting basketball player Trevon Brazil is and how much fun is it that we get to cover him and talk about him here, uh, you know, on the show each and every day. This would be a great basketball season, y'all. I'm fired up for it. You know, to me, it's about being interesting. I think one of the big problems we've had with the football team this year, it has not been interesting. Basketball stays interesting. Even last year when it was an up and down season that you know, really gave you more probably heartache and indigestion than it did enthusiasm and good feelings, positive vibes. But, you know, Nick Smith in and out of the lineup all year, mostly out. And so you were waiting. There was a lot of waiting. I'm thinking of the, you know, the kids book that uh, I still read sometimes to the kiddos. So they're getting a little bigger now, but uh, it's not called the waiting place. What the heck is the book called? The places you go. There you go. And there's the, the waiting place with people just waiting, waiting for the bus to come or this or that. You're just waiting and waiting and waiting and nothing ever happens. Right. And now that's so much of life. I think with football, you know, there, there's a lot of waiting for this season to end. I think last year with basketball, there was a lot of waiting to get your full complement of players. And so I think Hawk fans are done waiting around right now. I think they want to see some positive results. I think basketball is going to give it to them. And if it starts on Saturday against Purdue, man, they're going to talk about it. And I will too. Like it's top 10 victory all season long. So we're putting together NCAA tournament resumes at the end of the year. Don't forget to do a plus one for Arkansas if they beat Purdue because it's not going to show up on the official record. But if they lose the game, we'll just leave it alone, right? And then there's football. Oh, I know. It's hard to do it every day, but you got to do it right now. Offensive coordinator change. Danny knows out. Kenny Guyton promoted. I think bigger than that, Guyton down from the box to the sideline, which is something they were missing with Enos, you know, invisible most of the time. It makes you remember Kendall Bryles being on the sideline and actively engaging KJ Jefferson after pretty much every series. You had none of that with Dan Enos. I think KJ has felt very much alone this year. And at least you get a bye week to figure things out a little bit. We asked you yesterday whether or not you thought Sam Pittman would be back next year. Three out of four, you give me some version of probably or yes. Three out of four. Which is kind of incredible because, you know, a few weeks ago it was this guy can't get out of here quick enough. Now he throws his OC under the bus and you're getting a lot of let's give him a third or fourth chance here. 
he did just hire that guy. I don't know how that gives you a lot of confidence moving forward about the next tire. I'm a big picture kind of thinker. I go trajectory and trends more than I do what's exactly happening right now in the moment. I think it's a smarter move in sports and some would tell you in business too, though I'm definitely not any kind of you know business aficionado, more of a sports talker, you know. But one of the things that I've learned is that even if you have a fluky good season here or there, or even if a player has a fluky great season, it doesn't necessarily indicate what's going to come next year, the year after, the year after that. And it's tough, but you need to be thinking big picture, certainly in a business sense or a sports sense, about not only how you're performing right now, but where you're headed in a year or two or three. And I just don't see the argument right now that you bring Sam Pittman back and you're speeding up the next year or two or three. I mean, why stay wasting away in some purgatorial place with a head coach you don't even believe in anymore? Because when we ask if you believe in Sam Pittman, eight or nine out of ten of you say no, not as a coach. Now, eight or nine out of ten, you want to have a beer with him, but that doesn't mean he should be your football coach. It's good that it's a bye week for football. I need a break. You need a break. We all need a break. Sam Pittman, I think, needs a break too, but it ain't coming yet. Not yet, my friends, but we're getting there. And uh, a lot of conversation here early as we talk some Arkansas Razorbacks football and basketball. Getting ready for Purdue here in a couple of days, and I'm all fired up about that. Um, coming up later on this morning, Jackson Collier. We'll talk with my man JC from Arkansas Rivals here at 740 about the Arkansas-Purdue game a little bit. Edgar Thompson at 8 o'clock this morning from the Orlando Sentinel, one of the best SEC beat writers in America. And look forward to talking with him about the world's largest cocktail party, right? The world's largest cocktail party. Say that three or five or ten times fast. Um, Right there in Jacksonville between Georgia and Florida. One of those tradition games. And it got me thinking a little bit about some of the tradition games. I think you got a million and one tradition games. But if you pick one off this list we threw out there, Army, Navy, uh, obviously Georgia, Florida got the, or Florida, Georgia, however you want to say it, got the, um, got the conversation started. Texas, Oklahoma, got some talk here on the show a couple weeks back as one of those games. A lot of y'all were interested in attending at some point. And what else? Ohio State, Michigan. Be a good one to have on the board. I see Iron Bowl missing. USC, UCLA missing. Is that even a rivalry anymore? Uh, Notre Dame, USC. Eh. There aren't a lot of bona fide great rivalries anymore. Florida State, Miami isn't that. Used to be very sexy. Now it's like non-existent. So we're talking some college football big picture during a bye week. And we got a World Series set. Texas Rangers and Arizona Diamondbacks. Who'd have thought it? Not me, my friends. Not me. I thought Phil's and Astros. But the tried and true out. The Young Bucks in. Rangers and Diamondbacks and one of those two teams is winning the World Series this year. Baseball's got some issues with the scheduling, doesn't it? Like, why are you playing opposite the heart of the football schedule? I'll talk about that later on today because I have some ideas. I got ideas about how we can improve the baseball postseason. But they are just that, ideas. Jackson Collier, Edgar Thompson on the guest front this morning. 
And we'll get your thoughts in the mix. Question of the day. Pick from the list of four. I know some of y'all will write it in because it's just in your nature. If you want to write in another game, that's fine too. On the Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Podbean Live, YouTube. We go on and on with this. Apple, Spotify, The Real NWHAV. And we're coming at you Monday through Friday doing this thing. 90 minutes live, post-show podcast. Then, of course, our people's post-game shows after Saturday football and basketball games all season long. Let's take our first break of the morning here on this Wednesday, this hump day, as we help get you through it. A lot going on today and some headlines to get to after a quick time out here. JB, coming at you from the Bunker Studio. We're right back. When it's time to feast down with your crew, you gotta go to Golden Corral, a family-friendly buffet chain featuring all-you-can-eat American food. They're open 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. every weekday. Weekends starting that delicious breakfast buffet at 7.30 on Saturdays and Sundays. There's not a better location for a restaurant around. Right where Main Drive in Johnson meets College Ave in Fayetteville. GoldenCorral.com online for the full menu. Golden Corral at 4507 North College Ave. Proud sponsor of JB's Arkansas Razorback coverage all season long. Hey folks, this is Matt Reese from Sign Studio. We are Northwest Arkansas's largest sign company, and we can be there for any of your signage needs. I am so excited to be a part of JB's Razorback football coverage all season long. He is a Jets fan, but he's actually an okay guy too. When he asked me for help with business card show signs and marketing advice, I was there for him because that's what I do. I help people brand their businesses with the best sign production in Northwest Arkansas. Call me today, Sign Studio, 479-250-4844. When you want to make it a special night, make it a Herman's night. They've got the best baby back ribs in town, and their steak, mm, second to none. Barley, chicken, grilled salmon, you've got to see the menu for yourself. Herman's is located at 2901 North College Ave, right in the heart of Fayetteville. Their staff is super friendly, and their catering game is strong. See them on Instagram, at Herman's Rib House. For a great meal, it's Herman's in Fayetteville. If you don't know, now you know. When it's 5 o'clock, or you just want to blow off some steam, or maybe just see some familiar faces. Folks, I'm talking about Brewskies on Dixon in Fayetteville. It's been my favorite watering hole for a long time, and I think you'll love it too. Brewskies has an awesome array of beverages. They're located in the heart of Razorback Land at 408 Dixon Street, and their staff, well, it's top-notch tremendous. Look for food nights from great local chefs as well. Follow on Instagram for more info at Brewskies Draft. Proud sponsor of The Real NWA, JB. When the game is in the books and the crowd heads home, it's time for the People's Post Game Show with JB. Streaming live on the Podbean app and YouTube at The Real NWA JB. 90 minutes of post game reaction to what just happened in your Razorback game. Calls, texts, and social media reaction, plus sound from the head hog himself. It's the People's Post Game Show, 15 minutes after every Razorback game. Live on YouTube and Podbean, a TV media production. Streaming live on YouTube, Podbean, and worldwide at TheRealNWAJB.com. One of the things I like most about this time of year is the overlap of the different sports on top of each other. Many means you have so much to choose from, so much to pick from, and it just makes it more fun in general to be a sports fan this time of year. Um... But you know what? Being a sports fan is a pretty good deal. Every day, period. Is it an option? Can you not be a sports fan? I don't know. I don't know those people. 
Those people. Who are you calling those people? Good morning to you. Headed for a high of 76 degrees today. Making it happen at the Bunker Studio location here, just a couple miles away from campus. Fayetteville, Arkansas, USA, baby. The harder Razorback country. And we'll do it live. Giving you a couple hours of live content every day, and then you get the post-show podcast so you can listen back if you need for whatever, 45, 50 minutes later. We'll call another hour later in the day. I mean, you're getting plenty of JB. couple hours on Saturdays. It's a lot. It's a lot, but we are here for you, the people, and I know you're here for me. Um, so many items here in the headline side of things. Arkansas Razorback football on a bye week. Hogs don't have to play on Saturday. Thank the good Lord for that. We get a pass on having to cover the football team for a weekend. Four games left to go. Arkansas at Florida, home Auburn, home Florida International, and then home, unfortunately, for Missouri on Black Friday. We could do the how many more wins conversation. Those of you said just one or two more a few weeks ago look impressive right now. I mean, I was wrong. I thought they'd win three or four more. They're not going to win three or four more. That's not going to happen. Even with Kenny Guyton taking over, which maybe gives a list a lift to your offense. I think it will. It's hard to see them winning four more games and making it to a bowl. So change of foot. Will Sam Pittman be back? And if not, Sam who? Back into that conversation for sure later this morning before we call it good on the show. Basketball, Purdue, around the corner. It's Arkansas and Purdue men's basketball, 3 o'clock on Saturday. Is it a real game if they call it an exhibition? I mean, if a bear, you know what's in the woods and nobody's there to see it, did it happen? I think it did. I think it happened. You find out later if you step in it as a hiker, just because you didn't know about it in the moment. I think this game is going to be televised too, is it not? SEC Network Plus. All right, well, internet TV. That's fine. That's fine. Some folks call that straight TV, and I think they're probably right. Some folks do not think that's the case. I mean, look, everything is pretty internet-oriented these days. Either you embrace it or you get left behind, right? Um, it's either you're there or you're not. I am planning on going. I am planning on being there. I know I have told you many times in the past, in the past that I don't do exhibition basketball games, so I feel a little disingenuous now trying to get all fired up for this game. But I think you got to give me a pass here, y'all. We know I'm not perfect. I admit that every day. I'm one of the only people out there who takes pride in being very deeply flawed. And that's fine. It's hard to talk about those things out loud, but I think it makes it a better show, right? One of the things where I do not believe I'm so deeply flawed is ignoring exhibition games. I think they're a joke. I think most of the time they're a straight-up joke and nobody really cares. This year, with football in the dumpster, on fire, and the gasoline still being poured on it, I mean, you might have to let your boy JB enjoy a basketball game on Saturday. And I, I, I've been saying maybe we'll do a special on the house post-game show. Maybe we will, maybe we won't. We'll see how I feel. It's fatiguing right now covering this football team, y'all. I mean, five or six of us who go to all the press conferences and go to the games. I've not gone to the road games this year. It's not a fair interpretation. But the home games, for sure. It's fatiguing. You know what's really fatiguing? Talking about something so dreary and negative 
over and over again. It doesn't get you anywhere. So give me basketball on Saturday. Let me enjoy it. And I'll tell you what, I'll make a trade with you. If you let me enjoy it, then I'm willing to consider it a real basketball game. How about that? I will offer you a straight up trade and we can consider it a real basketball game. Elsewhere, the World Series is set. The World Series is Texas versus Arizona. Yeah, not the Phils, not the Astros. Again, where JB was wrong. I thought Phils and Astros, and I don't like the Phils at all. Obviously, he's a Mets guy, but they were hot fire at home. I, I did not see a scenario where the Phillies and the Astros both leading three games to two, headed back home in front of those raucous crowds. Now, Houston's been very strange, not great at home, better on the road. That's been more their vibe for a long time now. But still, to lose both those games in such dominating fashion, I mean, Texas body slammed them in game six and seven. That was bad. That was a poor showing about defending champs who are obviously no longer the champs. And then in the National League, I mean, the Phils pulled an epic choke job. That is so Philly, man. That is so Philly. You know, I hate to dog on those fans. It's a great city. I lived there for five years. I went to high school there. Got a lot of great friends from there. The food's amazing. The people are chippy and cool. I think Arkansas folks and Philly folks get along well. Very similar vibe in their demeanor. But, um, man, and they're obsessed with sports, obviously, much like Arkansans. But, but here's the deal. They just choked bad, real bad, and their basketball team has choked bad for a few years running. The Eagles kind of choked away the Super Bowl, too, if you think about it last year against Kansas City. Philly likes to think it has fixed its sports scene, and now it's a dominant sports town. It's a great sports town. But you win one Super Bowl, and I guess they won that one World Series, what, 15 years ago? Super Bowl's like seven, eight years ago now. They've won two championships the last 15, 20 years. You'd think they were, you know, the kings of sports forever. A lot of choke work out of the Philly sports teams. I don't really understand how the Phillies couldn't score more than two runs last night against Arizona in front of that crowd with the whole season on the line. That was an immensely disappointing performance. For Philadelphia Phillies fans, I'm sure. And that whole city has got to be in mourning today. They thought they had a world championship coming their way. Nope. Texas versus Arizona. Hey, Tony Lavolo doing a great job with the Diamondbacks. He's more of like a Tampa Rays kind of style of baseball. He's going to get unorthodox. He's going to you know, put pitchers in where he wants to. He'll use an opener here or there. But he's got some great young players. Keitel Marte might be the best second baseman in baseball right now. Guy just rakes. It's not just power either, but he rakes, he runs, and he's a great fielder. Corbin Carroll is a superstar in his rookie year. That guy just takes over. Again, hits for power, average, and runs. They just keep coming at you. They'll bunt. Don't tell me bunting doesn't work. A lot of people say, oh, bunting's a thing of the past. You just got to swing for the fences. How has that worked out for Razorback baseball in the postseason the last five, ten years since they basically abandoned small ball? Sometimes you got to manufacture offense. Arizona manufactured runs against Philadelphia and dug in there. And that's a young team embracing the underdog role and stunning Philadelphia by winning two road games in its house to win that series. 
Just a shocker. This has been one of the more perplexing baseball postseasons of all time. This has been one of those reminders to not bet on sports. Just don't do it because you don't know what's going to happen. You think you do, but you don't. I get paid to talk like I know what's going to happen, and I don't. Nobody does. Vegas barely knows. Vegas knows 51% of the time, and they've made trillions of dollars and built a city out of sand in the desert. 51% of the time. I mean, sports is, it tells you why it's so great, doesn't it? Because you never know what's going to happen. You think you do. And a lot of times you do. You almost convince yourself that you got this thing figured out. And then you're reminded that it's Texas and Arizona in the World Series. Arizona's starting pitching is not very good, but their bullpen's outstanding. Texas. I mean, all that team does is rake top to bottom. You're talking about young, talented players. Now, they went out and spent a ton, much bigger payroll for Texas than Arizona. But so what about payroll? If it was all about payroll. We'd still be talking about the Mets' $400 million payroll. When's the last time I mentioned them? Exactly. Irrelevant. Stinky. Bad. In the garbage. Texas, top to bottom, can rake. Evan Carter, I told you he was the real deal. You watch that guy play once, you're like, wow. Josh Young can play. Obviously, Seager and Simeon are superstars. I mean, all professional hitters, Garver, Heim, Tavares is really good. That lineup, it's just been so up and down all year. But when it's healthy and it's rolling, it's it's probably the best lineup in baseball. And they've gotten great pitching, better than expected pitching out of Montgomery and Eovaldi. Bullpen's been a little shaky at times to overcome. The dramatic loss to Houston in Game 5 and still win that series in Houston. Again, two of the more inexplicable turnarounds in league championship history. So, Texas versus Arizona for all the marbles. Um, Probably the Rangers because their starting pitching's better. But Arizona's bullpen's better. Why don't you give me another day here? I don't, I don't know I made my mind up yet with a World Series pick. I definitely believe I will not be betting on the World Series this year because I have no idea what's happening right now in baseball whatsoever. Uh, Question of the day. From the list of games, pick a big college football tradition game. Ohio State, Michigan, Florida, Georgia this weekend, the cocktail party. That'd be a party, man. Literally and figuratively. Um, Texas, Oklahoma. You want to get a little rural with it, right? Do it on the the middle America, Southern Plains, or maybe Army, Navy, and Philly. Speaking of Philly, that game's in Philly every year. I've been to that one. That's the only one on this list of four I've been to, by the way. Though I have seen Florida Georgia line once in concert, but I don't think that counts. Baseball should not be playing the postseason in October anymore, y'all. Right? Like, it gets pushed to the background. A guy like me talks about it because I'm all-around sports-obsessed guy. You get the whole deal, the whole package with me. But I don't think most people care about baseball right now, do you? Like I just gave you five minutes on the League Championship Series. How many people are actually watching anymore? I don't know. I don't know. But I think if baseball trimmed the season down... I was having this talk with a, with a big group of people yesterday at, at Shoguns for a little bit. It, you know, there is, what a great place to grab a bite of food that is. So I'm hanging out, we're having some lunch, and all of a sudden this one guy comes over to me, he's like, do you really need to talk so much baseball on your show? I'm like, sir, kind sir, yes I do, it's October. And then the conversation gets started. Do we need to have 162 games? No, we do not. Let's trim it down to a buck forty. Let's wrap the regular season by the end of August and let's start the postseason in September. I know you can't push it all the way back but to like July, push it up to July. But maybe you start the postseason in September, 
first couple weeks when you're getting those trashy college football games, you kind of ease your way into football. And then if you got to play, if you know, a World Series handful of games in early October to keep that October vibe, I get it. But baseball needs to sort it out because nobody's paying attention to the playoffs. Nobody. And uh, I think a lot of it has to do with attention spans. There's so many games. My guy Steve yesterday being like, JP, there's just so many games. It's so drawn out. But I think when there's nothing going on, like, can you imagine if the baseball playoffs were in August? If they were in August, everyone would watch because there's nothing else to watch for the average sports fan. Now you're talking about completely changing the schedule to do that. And you'd be doing it to accommodate another sport, which, you know, baseball will never do because these leagues are in competition with each other, but there's moves that could be made. Just saying this coming from a lifelong baseball guy. So can't say the traditionalist doesn't have new ideas every once in a while. 738. If you're listening live, I need to hit a break. Headlines in the can. Josh Bertuccini with you in studio. Question of the day. Pick a tradition game. Which one do you want to go to? Follow, listen, watch, subscribe at The Real NWAJB. We will take a quick timeout. We come back. Jackson Collier talking some basketball. Arkansas and Purdue. It's a real game, y'all. We already talked about this. We said it's a real game. I'm going to hold you to that. So um, we're going to have some fun with this basketball game on Saturday. And we'll break that one down a little bit with JC right after a quick timeout here on Team B Media. On the square in Fayetteville, Hugo's is an institution. A basement burger den with a funky vibe. Great food, casual American eats, and a big-time beer selection as well. Check out Hugo's every day of the week except Sunday. Open 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. See their delicious food game online as well in pictures at Hugo's Fayetteville on Instagram. When you want a great meal in an awesome location, it's Hugo's on the square in downtown Fayetteville. Hey! Hey guys, it's Brian Small. I'm the owner of Gravity Design Labs, a proud sponsor of JB's new show. When he needed help with his big rebrand, I was the first person he called, and he still talks about my design work every day. Well, the truth is, I can help you with your project too. From high-quality graphic design work to branding new businesses or rebranding an existing business to web design, social media, marketing, and more. See my stuff for yourself on Instagram at Gravity Design Labs, and don't be afraid to reach out. I'm a die-hard Razorback fan too. Go Hogs! If you need help in a difficult situation, reach out to Mock Legal Solutions. They have a passion for family law, and they will always be in your corner. Listen to their core principles. Affordability, accessibility, convenience, and results. Mock Legal Solutions of Fort Smith. Real advice at a reasonable price. Call or text 479-769-1505 or email mocklegalsolutions at gmail.com. Folks, thank you so much for making our new program, The Real NWA JB, part of your daily routine already. Live at 7 a.m. every morning, Monday through Friday for 90 minutes, talking Razorbacks and everything else in the wide world of sports. We do the show live on the Podbean app, and you can too, by using Bluetooth in your car or at home. We work on smart speakers, podcasts available anytime you want, Spotify, Apple, and more. It's The Real NWA JB, there for you, the people. Appreciate you listening. If you can, do us a favor and tell a friend too. 
intense party rentals. Whether you're planning a catered affair, corporate event, town festival, wedding, or a banger backyard party, you've come to the right place. Rain or shine, indoors or out, intense party rentals. Arkansas's finest tent and party rental company. Call us at 479-231-8568 or see our stuff on Instagram at Intense Party Rentals. Pig Suey! Your boy is back, and so is football season. Question of the day this morning. What do you think, out of the list of four, if you could pick one game to go to, out of the list of four, if you could pick one game to go to, what would it be? And we gave you four good college football games on the list. Twitter land, one tradition game you would enjoy attending most on the list. Um, Ohio State, Michigan is my pick. That's getting 34% of the vote. Army, Navy, a little military appreciation, 31%. I've been to that one in Philly once upon a time in 97. Texas and Oklahoma. Sounds like a Zach Bryan song. Back in Philly in 97 for the... Uh, anyway, uh, Texas and Oklahoma, 27% for the Red River rivalry. Florida Georgia cocktail party. Only getting 8% of the vote on the tweets. It's a little disappointing for that one. Uh, Facebook page. Joe writes in, Phillies? Question mark. I mean, they're not my team. Lance writes in, just a wow right now about football. Hunter Yurchek's got to be questioning everything behind the scenes. I would think so. Lady Melissa, fellow diehard County Crows fan. I love that out of her. She says Army-Navy game, Joshua. Lady Katie, Army-Navy for sure. Johnny T, Mr. JT, being a Midwestern kid, I go with Michigan and Ohio State. Shane, Michigan versus Ohio State. I didn't know Shane was a Michigan guy born and raised. I did not know that. Uh, Jordan, any answer other than the game formerly known as the largest arc- outdoor cocktail party is is wrong. Is it? Are they not calling it that anymore? Maybe they're not. Call- I thought they were the world's largest cocktail party. Um, Army, Navy. Hands down. That's out of Rob. Vanessa says, I go Texas, Oklahoma. That just sounds like a party. Brandon, OU in Texas always. Joshua, Texas, Oklahoma. It's like watching neighborhood cats who everyone hates fight each other. That's pretty hilarious. I like that take. That might be the line of the day there. Out of Josh. Neighborhood cats who nobody likes fight each other. And we watch it because it's hilarious. Um, Everett, Arkansas versus Texas. It's not on the list, my friend. That is not on the list. Tracy's Army Navy. Nicholas Army Navy. My guy Dennis, I see in the chat room. Army Navy all the way. I thought Dennis had been to an Army Navy game, no? Maybe not. All right. So we are T minus three days to Arkansas Purdue. Saturday, three o'clock. Looking forward to a little hoopage at Bud Walton Arena. And obviously, good conversation today about some tradition games in the world of college football, beyond the world of the Hogs that we are interested in. We talked some SEC with Edgar Thompson getting ready for the Georgia-Florida game, the world's largest outdoor cocktail party. Say that a million times fast. Good luck. And, of course, uh, y'all bringing it on the comments, the chat. 
all of it. Podbean Live, YouTube, streaming it for 90 minutes on the daily. People's postgame show coming at you after each and every Razorback football and basketball game all season long. You can find us on the Apple and the Spotify for the podcast. And here we are. You know, that's the best part of this thing. When you're done, you're done. And no beating around the bush. When you're done, you're done. On that note, we're done. Uh, Thanks to Jackson Collier for hanging out this morning, talking a little basketball. Edgar Thompson on the football. And every one of you fine folks for listening to this bad boy. Two-plus months in and starting to gain a full head of steam here. And it wouldn't be happening without you. Y'all fire me up. Early days, but we're making it happen. For the whole Team B Media crew, I'm Josh Bertaccini. Have a fantastic Wednesday. We'll see you tomorrow at 7.